Greetings, Seamheads, and welcome into the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast, a Colorado Rocky-centric podcast powered by My Life Sports. I'm your host, Anilo Piro, back at it with the latest installment of this Colorado Rockies podcast for MyLifeSports.com. Very excited to uh, bring you guys the, the uh, news and notes surrounding your Colorado Rockies and uh, what's going on with them as they are currently in the midst of a West Coast road trip against all divisional opponents. Rockies finished up a series sweep versus the Arizona Diamondbacks yesterday, uh, You know, starting off this road trip on a very, very positive note with three wins out of the gate. So uh, we'll see how they bounce back, or not bounce back, excuse me. We'll see how they uh, continue to perform uh, starting tonight with a uh, series against the Los Angeles Dodgers. So looking forward to uh, seeing how that series plays out. But before we dive into the Colorado Rockies, if you are a fan of my work, be sure to follow me on social media, on Instagram at avp.media and on Twitter at media by AP. Really, really appreciate it when you guys, the fans, give me a follow, smash that follow button, give me a like, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, really just helps me enhance my craft and better myself as a reporter, as a podcast host, and uh, anything in between. So again, if you guys like my work, be sure to follow me on Twitter at media by AP and on Instagram at avp.media. Uh, again, as well, mileysports.com, Sports, the largest and most diverse sports outlet here in Denver, Colorado. Uh, be sure to check out all the work online uh, as well as the, on the radio station. You can check that out on AM 1340, FM 104.7 or online as well at MileHighSports.com and also Mile High Sports, the magazine. It's a, a local version of Sports Illustrated. Uh, tons of different commentary from myself and a bunch of different writers around the city. Doug Ottowell, the editor-in-chief, does a fantastic job of putting together that monthly issue. So if you consider yourself a tried and true Colorado sports fan, you're going to want to check out the magazine as well. But this is the Rockies podcast and that's what I'm here to do is talk about the Rockies and uh, bring you guys the fans with the latest information surrounding this club uh, one major tidbit um, one major piece of information that came down today that as uh, that I saw here within the past hour or so is that Mike Dunn has been released by the Colorado Rockies um they designated him for assignment just a couple of days ago. Obviously, it's just been a, a, just a dreadful season for Mike Dunn so far this year. He's been, appeared in 28 games with a record of one and nothing and an ERA of 7.13. His career ERA now sitting at four. So the Rockies acquired him a couple, off, not acquired, but they signed him a couple off seasons ago um, following a couple of seasons with the Miami Marlins. Um, and he has just been anything but what they were expecting. So the Rockies end up severing ties with Mike Dunn. Um, so the Mike Dunn era of Rockies baseball is coming to a close. We also saw Chris Russin get designated for assignment just a few weeks ago. So the Rockies clearly making it a point of emphasis to try to fix their bullpen in one capacity or another, whether that means addition by subtraction. Um, you know, we've seen some guys from AAA come up. Jesus Tanogo currently still with the squad. Um, so obviously the bullpen has been a major source of strength for the Rockies throughout the majority of the season. But as of late, uh, you know, that, that positive consistency has folded and crumbled into just a a downward spiral of performance and Bud Black, Jeff Breidich and, re and the rest of the crew up there in the Rockies front office decided to take action. Um, you know, Dunn, who is now over and done with, <laughs> that's a pun, over and done with, with the Rockies organization and, and Russin, who's still trying to figure out, figure it out down there in triple a. So, um, uh, the Rockies, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out this pitching scenario. And, you know, I've written numerous times throughout the course of the season. That, and, you know, Bob Black has talked about it. You know, everyone has talked about it, that the starting pitching and really the pitching collectively, both from the rotation and the bullpen, is going to dictate how far this club goes. Rockies currently sitting with a record of 40 and 34. That's a nice six game cushion above 500. Rockies uh, seven and three in their last 10 games. So while those recent bullpen woes that kind of, uh, you know, that stung them at the end of that Padres series in that homestand have seen 
seem to have uh, boiled down a little bit. It's not as prominent as it once was, but it still remains an issue. And my problem with the Rockies, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, as to why I'm so skeptical as to if they will make the playoffs um, and if they do, why I don't think they'll go very far is I don't under I don't know how sustainable this starting pitching and, and this pitching core collectively are um, between the rotation. You know, I, I've hammered home this kind of figment uh, numerous times that John Gray and Herman Marquez are the only two starters remaining from the starting five that began the season in the rotation. Um, so clearly, you know, we're, we're just at about the halfway point of the season and more than half of the Rockies uh, rotation has either been demoted to a new role or. Um, in AAA Albuquerque or out for the year with an injury. So um, that's why I do question the, the, the stability of this rotation moving forward. Um, you know, obviously Jeff Hoffman has been really nice since Zatella's had a couple nice starts here. Um, how sustainable is that? And, you know, especially for a team that is looking to make the postseason for the third consecutive season, I think that's a major, major question mark. Um, and, you know, like I kind of alluded to here a little bit earlier, the bullpen, you know, up until this point, you know, recently was a major, major strength for the Rockies, one of the best overall bullpens in the National League. Uh, they, I believe they carried the third lowest earned run average amongst National League bullpens. Up until uh, right, right here in the the opening part of June. So for the first month, month and a half, two months, the Rockies bullpen was really, really solid. Um, you know, and collectively, it still has been. You know, Scott Ur Scott Oberg has been dynamite out of the bullpen after um, you know he's been really good. Brian Shaw has bounced back nicely after you know the detrimental season that he endured last year. Wade Davis has been up and down, but he's been able to get the job done for the most part. Um, you know, uh, Jesus Tinoco has been good in his short appearances. Carlos Estevez has been um, up and down as well. So uh, a little bit, you know, Jario Diaz has been up and down as well. Um, so outside of Oberg and Brian Shaw, you know, everybody else has been kind of a question mark within the, you know, that Rockies bullpen. Chad Bettis has been up and down as well. You know, got to throw him in there. Um, since being shifted from the rotation to the bullpen, he's actually done, uh, he's been much improved. You know, we've seen a lot of improvement from Chad Bettis just collectively as a pitcher um, since that move to the bullpen, uh, although he has faltered here a little bit in recent time. Um, but collectively, the body of work has been positive so uh really really interested to see how the colorado rockies continue to perform and handle this pitching staff uh if you follow my work on mylisports.com you know that i have been clamoring for the rockies to go after a starting pitcher um you know sooner rather than later if they really are serious uh, about you know making a run at this thing this year and and, and and you know fortifying their roster for the long haul um you know again the reason i think they should do that are for is because of all the reasons i just listed um i i, I just i have so many questions surrounding the viability the sustainability of this Rockies rotation um, that I just think, you know, adding some extra protection would be um, wise for the Rockies if they're, like I said, serious about getting back to the postseason for this third consecutive year. Uh, one arm that the Rockies are hoping will bounce back sooner rather than later is Kyle Freeland. Uh, Freeland was de was demoted to AAA Albuquerque just a few uh, weeks ago after just what, is, what was a detrimental stretch of play from him. Uh, you know, missing pitches, uh, living in the middle of the strike zone, just an awful, awful stuff from Kyle Freeland to start the season for the Rockies. So they ended up demoting him to AAA Albuquerque in an attempt to try to get him right. Um, you know, th there's been mixed reviews so far, but, you know, like I was saying, Freeland has just been absolutely awful at the major league level for the Rockies this season. Um, he's currently in his age 26 season, you know, so this should be the start of his apex. Um, in 12 games this year, he has a record of 2-6 and six with an ERA of 7.13 and 59. 
1.1 innings pitched. So, uh, you know, not great stuff from, you know, a guy that w- that placed top five in the National League Cy Young voting last year. So, um, you know, Rockies are hopeful that he will get back on track. Uh, Freeland has had made three starts down to AAA for the Al- Albuquerque Isotopes. Uh, he got rocked in his first two starts, but really bounced back with a solid overall start in his most recent outing. Um, Freeland lasted six innings, gave up five hits and two runs while striking out three batters. Um, so, you know, not incredible, you know, not dazzling by any means, but considering, um, you know, where Freeland has been for majority of the season, it's certainly a sign of improvement. Um, so we'll see how he holds up. He said he's scheduled to pitch here within the next couple of days. So that would be a, another big addition. Should he be able to bounce back, um, you know, I, you know, and, you know, re-evolve into the Cy Young candidate pitcher that the Rockies and their fans fell in love with last season. So, um, and in terms of pitching, which is going to be the crux of this Rockies team this season, that's what I got. Uh, we'll see how they continue to adjust and, and handle this rotation and bullpen. Um, and we'll continue to um, you know, keep tabs on Kyle Freeland and how he continues to progress because to be completely honest with you, at this point, it's just it's tough to envision the Rockies making any moves for a starting pitcher. Um, it seems like they're very content rolling the dice on their internal t- internal talent. We've seen Peter Lambert um, pitch for the club here. He, he's made three starts. Jeff Hoffman, as I alluded to as well. Um, it seems like they're very confident. You know, that's not to rule anything out, you know, in terms of them making a move. But historically, you know, the Rockies are a pretty quiet team when it comes to the trade deadline. They might make a small move here, here or there. Um, and with that, I don't think we'll hear anything about a potential move until it happens should it happen Um, the Rockies are really really good at playing things close to the vest they do not leak a lot to the media both locally and nationally so um, if a move comes I think it would certainly be a surprise and I don't think it would be for a big name a big name guy like a Marcus Stroman type or um, you know some of the other big name pitchers that might be available um, come the July 31st trade deadline so a lot going on in Rockiesville at the moment. Uh, the Colorado is set to start a big home, or not a home stand, excuse me, a big series against the Los Angeles Dodgers. My partner, Luke Zalman, is live in Los Angeles for this series, so be sure to give him a follow on Twitter and all that good stuff and, and follow his work on MileHighSports.com if you want to stay up with what he's doing um, out there in the City of Angels covering this Rockies as they're set to embark on this next uh, road, you know, next series in their road trip. Um so obviously the Dodgers are the one team that continue to stand tall over the Rockies. A three-game uh, set starting tonight with first pitch scheduled for 8:10 p.m. Um, local time out here in the Rockies. So uh, yeah, but like I said, the Dodgers have been you know for the past few seasons just one of the powerhouse teams in the National League. Currently sitting with an absurd record of 51 and 25. You know the Rockies are sitting at six games over with a record of 40 and 34, and it's just it's not even remotely close to the rock to the Dodgers record of 51 and 25. And and you know if you've listened to this podcast and if you've read my articles on MyLifeSports.com throughout the entirety of the season, you know there, there's a common theme in my writing and in my perspective that the Rockies are not playing for a division right now. You know, and it's it must it has to suck if you're a Rockies fan to hear that, but that is just the unfortunate reality. That slow start that the Rockies had to endure, you know, essentially wiped out any possibility of them winning that National League West for the first time in franchise history. The Dodgers are just a proven commodity. They're so deep, they're so tough, and and they're battle-tested. And for that reason, you know, that's why you see them with the absurd record that they currently have. And, 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 you know, the Rockies continue to kind of scuffle here and there. The the Dodgers are one of the most polished teams in the Major League Baseball right now. Just a really, really solid organization, a sound organization 
organization from top to bottom. So um, unfortunately, Rockies fans, I just don't think 2019 is going to be the year that the Rockies eventually overtake the Dodgers for the division title. That said, I do think that there is still a very, very realistic chance that the Rockies could make the playoffs. Um, and, and, you know, that's that's saying something considering where I where I had them earlier this season. You know, I thought they were down and out at one point um, and they've really, really responded nicely. You know, they've answered all of the questions that um, the media have been asking. Um, there's been a lot of moving parts that have gone on with this team. They've, they've endured the injuries, they've endured the struggles, and right now they're playing really, really good quality baseball. Um, if the season ended today, guys, the Rockies are actually the first, they would be the first place wildcard team sitting with that 40-34 and 34 record. They would It would be a, a, a rematch of last year's NLDS if the season ended today. They would face off against the Milwaukee Brewers, who have a record of 40-35. and 35. Um, And then, you know, you draw the line there, Philadelphia sitting with a record of 39-35. and 35. St. Louis sitting with 38-36 and 36 is their record and San Diego at 38 and 37. So just a couple of games separating, um, you know, those who are in versus those who are out. So um, certainly a fine line that the Rockies will need to walk uh, moving forward this season, but that was to be expected. Uh, the, the competition in the National League this year is certainly increased. It's it's a lot more competitive this year in the NL. So um, the Rockies will need to continue to play at a high level, you know, like they have been for the past month, month and a half, if they want to try to get back in the postseason for the third consecutive season. You know, so that's just kind of the general synopsis of the Rockies' current situation in regards to their season outlook moving forward here as we uh, are set to approach the start of July. Um, so, you know, certainly, you know, with the, they have a fighter's, a fighter's chance to make the postseason and, you know, maybe make a run here or there. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, as it stands right now, the Rockies have a lot of work to do in order to get to that point, including finishing up this road trip with a winning record. So, um, you know, as I kind of talked about, Rockies currently uh, fresh off that sweep versus the Arizona Diamondbacks, winning game one, eight to one, game two, six to four, and the same score in game three with a victory six to four. Um, you know, that's the Arizona Diamondbacks there a uh you know, middle of the pack organization in the National League at this point. Um, this is a real test up and coming for the Rockies against the Dodgers. You know, I'm going to write a story on this for MyLifeSports.com because the Dodgers are actually coming to town um, right around a week from today uh, when the Rockies return from this road trip. And earlier in the season, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts kind of talked about how the matchup between the Dodgers and the Rockies, you know, he doesn't really consider that a, a rivalry, you know, even though that they play within the same division, largely in part because the Dodgers trump the Rockies every single time, you know, at least in recent memory. And, you know, I think it's a fair assessment. You know, at this point in time, the Rockies will always be the little brother to the Los Angeles Dodgers and then they, until they can prove us otherwise. So, um, you know, improve the Dodgers otherwise. But when, when, when the going gets tough and, and the game's on the line, you know, nine times out of ten, the Dodgers are going to emerge victorious. We saw them uh, beat down on the Rockies earlier this season at Coors Field. So um, that's why I think that this upcoming series in L.A. and then the uh, home series here in about a week against the Dodgers is so important, so vital. Um, and it's a really good kind of barometer to take a look at the temperature to see where the Rockies are at this season. You know, they started off the season really, really poorly, then got really hot, then kind of came back down to earth. And now they're just kind of in the middle playing really good, sound, collective baseball overall, minus some issues from the bullpen. So. Um, that's why I just think that this series, you know, right here, like I said earlier, middle of the season um, is a really good opportunity to kind of uh, take the temperature to see where this Rockies club is at. So a, a really big series for the Rocks here, three games set beginning tonight in Los Angeles. Uh, let's talk about some injuries real quick. Um, Terror Story was placed on the 10 day injured list just a couple of days ago after straining or uh, was it a, no, spraining his right thumb when uh, trying to steal second base. Uh, so he's out for at least 10 days. Brendan Rodgers has been recalled in the meantime. Um, 
Um, really excited to see what Brendan Rodgers makes of himself. I'm actually going to have an article going up on him uh, tomorrow morning on MyLifeSports.com, so be sure to stay tuned for that. Um, just kind of you know talk about what this second opportunity means for him to try to prove himself here at the Major League level. So uh, uh, Rodgers starting tonight against the Dodgers playing shortstop, so uh, you know that's his bread and butter position. That's where we've seen him thrive in the past. Um, you know, throughout the minor leagues, and, and that's what he was drafted as, um, has since shifted over to second base. Uh, Rogers hit 258 in his initial um, 22 games played with the Rockies Major League Club. So, um, you know, the next 10 days are going to be interesting to see how Rogers responds. Uh, just for some context, a majority of the reason that Rogers was optioned back down to AAA Albuquerque, um, one, they want him to play every day, something that he was not doing as he was splitting time with Ryan McMahon at second base. Two, um, they needed starting or not starting pitching. They needed relief pitching, which is why you saw them demote him and, and bring up Tinoco and all that stuff. Um, and three, I, you know, and it kind of circles back to point number one, um, Ryan McMahon has been playing really, really good ball as of late. And because of that, he was kind of stealing the spotlight from, um, Brendan Rogers. And, and, you know, like I also said in, uh, in number one, they want him to play every day. And with the way that Ryan McMahon was swinging the bat, it was hard to justify playing Brendan Rogers over McMahon. Um, you know, and, and that, that situation, at least for this year is most likely going to be a platoon, um, whenever McMahon and Rogers are up together and the rest of the Rockies infield is, is, is fully healthy. So, uh, Brendan Rodgers is going to get another extended look here over the next 10 days or so with Trevor Story sidelined. Um, another sigh of relief is that it looks like it was just a straight sprain for Story. No surgery required. I don't remember who reported that, but I was reading that this morning. Um, another sigh of relief, Nolan Arenado is back in the Rockies lineup today against the Los Angeles Dodgers. This comes after he was removed in the ninth inning of their latest win against the Arizona Diamondbacks. As a precaution, uh, Arenado hit a foul ball off of his big toe and they removed him as a precaution, but he is back in the lineup against the Dodgers. So all good things from the Rockies in that perspective. So um, let, let's see what happens, guys. You know, we're getting into the thick of the season. It's going to be, you know, a lot of big games coming up. They got this three-game set against the Los Angeles Dodgers, and then they head over to San Francisco in the Bay Area to take on the Giants, you know, the lesser Giants who are sitting with a record of 31-42. and 42. Um, So let's say that the Rockies managed to take two of three from this series and, you know, hopefully, you know, do the same in San Francisco. That would be a big, big, you know, jump for them and, and a real uh, – sign of where this team is at cumulatively moving forward this season but uh, we'll see where they end up guys I'll be back with the latest installment of the 20th and Blake podcast here in a couple of days we're going to we're gonna see how this Rockies team performs against the Dodgers see how this rotation holds up see how the bullpen holds up all that good stuff and then break more down for you right here on this podcast and on mylifesports.com again if you follow my work if you like my work be sure to follow me on social media on Twitter at media by AP and on Instagram at avp.media um, also be sure to check out mylifesports.com for all of your comprehensive Colorado sports content not just the Rockies we're talking Broncos Avalanche Nuggets all that good stuff uh, like I said earlier in this podcast as well my partner Luke Zalman is down in Los Angeles in the City of Angels covering this series so be sure to give him a follow on Twitter and check out his work as well at mylifesports.com and, and you know all of our good stuff over there um, online in the magazine and on the radio airwaves AM 1340 FM 104.7 but that's going to do it for me guys happy Friday we'll be back here in a couple days with a new podcast to break down what is going on in the world of Rockies baseball. But until the, until then, enjoy this weird rainy weather that we have here in Colorado. If you're somewhere sunny, good for you. Congratulations. Um, if not, turn on the ball game, sit back, relax, and enjoy it. We'll talk to you later, folks.